Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Look, AEW is not about to collapse. Ever since the CM Punk Elite situation, there's some crazy people shouting this to the skies, and it's nuts. I don't want to be that guy, but it is. Every company is going to have ups and downs. Yes, I said it. And you just have to march forward with power. In case you do need more proof of this, though, it's not the first time individuals have cried foul. For I am Simon from What Culture, please do subscribe. And this is 10 times AEW were moments from disaster. Apparently. Number 10, the post All Out 2022 Dynamite. So we shall start here as it's the latest one, but after that press conference, doom and gloom was coming because how on earth would AEW deal with CM Punk and the Elite fighting backstage? Well, the answer was to put on a really great wrestling show. There was always going to be extra interest here as that news story had done the rounds, and we wanted to see what Tony Khan was going to do. I mean, what was the latest with the world titles, the trio titles? Would any of these guys have their names mentioned? The answer was a tournament crowning Death Triangle and no. But you've got to give it up for Khan, John Moxley, and MJF. During the first 20 or so minutes of Dynamite, they handled this situation as well as anybody could and kind of shifted the promotion in a brand new direction. Ever since, it's felt like AEW has had some extra momentum too, and that's how you do it. Experience the madness and come out swinging... It was pretty badass to watch. Number nine, a global pandemic. I mean, this affected everyone, but again. Given that AEW was basically a baby at this point, some were screaming the halting of the entire world was a death blow for the company. And sure, this certainly was a worry as businesses everywhere fell onto hard times, with wrestling having to get rid of its most important asset, the fans. It was so bizarre to watch with all elite wrestling taking the route of getting the wrestlers themselves and using them as the crowd. They also switched the camera angle to take the focus off the fact nobody was in the stands, and I suppose they made the best of the worst situation. They also took the stance to send Cody Rhodes and John Moxley out there to try and reassure everyone, and I thought that was quite nice. It was an uncertain time, and seeing people who had made their mark try to make the best of things wasn't a bad example. Thank goodness everyone came through this as best as they could too. It was a horrible, horrible time. Number 8, Cody Rhodes signs with WWE. Given what happened at WrestleMania alone, there is no way you can say that Cody Rhodes' decision to return to WWE was a mistake. Wrestling is about those moments, and that was one of the best of the year. What's happened since then is twofold, though. The first part is the AEW attackers claiming this is proof of a sinking ship and that everything is done. 
Well, the promotion is still ticking along, making new stars and doing great, so I think we can ignore that. Amazingly, this soon switched because as soon as Vince McMahon was out the door and Triple H was in charge, the same contingent shouted that the American Nightmare was screwed because Paul Levesque hates him. Where the hell do they get their information from? This really is a non-issue because the truth is, both sides have benefited to some degree. Cody himself said it was just the right time to move on, and I think he was correct. There was nothing to explode about at all, apart from the jump itself. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Number 7. John Moxley gets MRSA before All Out 2019 After competing in Japan and getting hurt, John contracted MRSA, which meant the pay-per-view's biggest match was now off the card. This wasn't good. It was basically AEW's coming out party. Given that this has been happening in the industry since day one, though, Tony Khan simply pivoted and put together a fantastic alternative. Pac was waiting in the wings, so he flew in, and have you seen that thing? It's amazing. Omega also tied this directly into the story by saying that Moxley had gotten hurt trying to emulate his New Japan success. And when Pac won, people lost their damn minds. So it all worked out. Shock horror. Number six, the post-revolution 2021 Dynamite. So here we are again, and this one really was too much least for me. Now, yes, nobody would deny that the ending to the exploding barbed wire deathmatch between Kenny Omega and John Moxley was a big bust. The eruption was nothing more than sparklers, and poor Eddie Kingston, who had arrived to save his friend, had to sell this like he was dead wasn't good. But mistakes do happen, and once again, AEW came up with a great way to address it. They put Mox and Eddie on dynamite and just had them take the piss out of it. It rocked! Kenny and Don Callis joined in too when they mocked Kingston covering John the night before, and any damage this caused was soon extinguished because it was clear everybody involved knew it wasn't ideal. And when people are that transparent, it's impossible to not laugh it off and move on. As ever, this was the end of All Elite Wrestling though, which is kind of weird. That was almost two years ago. And yet onwards we move. Number five, the Forbidden Door loses its main event. I think we all need to start taking the line card subject to change a little more seriously. It has kind of become a meme over the years, but it just makes sense. If you are dealing with wrestlers who are throwing themselves around a ring willingly, sometimes people are going to get hurt. If this comes before a big show, you need to ensure you're covered and that the fans get it. It is still not ideal. So when CM Punk broke his foot weeks before the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, meaning his match with Hiroshi Tanahashi was off, a few select people panicked, there was no need. All we did was reshuffle the deck, meaning John Moxley could now take on the ace, a match he had been wanting for years. In many ways, this was more than deserving too, as Mox had put the company on his back to steer the ship, this was the reward. It also meant Punk versus Tanahashi could be saved for the future. <laughs> Although whether we'll ever get that now, meh, not so sure. Number 4, the 18th of December, 2019 Dynamite. So I still get messages about this today, because I tried to see the good in the closing scene of this show. What I always try to do is there's enough negativity in the world of wrestling, but I'm also not an idiot. This wasn't the greatest thing you were ever going to see. For those not aware, this is where the Dark Order appeared to destroy the elite as a bunch of masked creepers also threw in some shots. Some of these were criticized as they did miss their target by miles, but it was the overall presentation that really missed the mark. It just didn't click and the audience wasn't buying it. Once more though, Tony Khan was the first to realize this, so took full responsibility for the booking of the program, and that was that. All ideas now had to go through him, And while there still have been some drop balls, for the most part, this was a positive as it did rein in some of the madness. And yet still, some people say it was the end. 
okay. Number three, the life and times of Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is one hell of a talent. I don't think that's up for debate. But ever since joining AEW, he has been in for a bumpy ride. Because for all the awesome matches he's had, there's been suspensions that curse feud with Matt Hardy and an odd relationship with the TNT title. I mean, that's more the belt than him as it's been all over the place, but still. While it should never have been a thing for the public to criticize, he also did have a very publicized separation and then new relationship with Ty Mello, which was enough for some to say, right, that's it, he's done. Was he? I must have missed it. Because as recent as September 2022, he had a great match with Moxie to remind you that he had years of bangers ahead of him, and this was after a well-documented scuffle with Eddie Kingston. The truth is, is that he's still relatively a young dude learning as he goes, and as long as he does come out smarter every time, then it all should be fine doesn't have to turn into the be-all and end-all. Let's just see what happens. Number two, the strangeness of AEW's first match. When Pac turned up to the January 2019 AEW announcement press conference, some shots were fired. It felt like it highlighted the company ethos, and this was a surprise who the hell else was going to be involved. He also went nose-to-nose with Hangman Adam Page straight away, which was done to set up a match when wrestling politics got in the way. Pac was the Open the Dreamgate champion for Dragon Gate at the time, and word was they didn't want him to lose so soon after winning it, so what is a wrestling company to do? The solution was to do the fight on the WrestleGate Pro Show in Nottingham, which was aired live on YouTube. So it was an AEW match happening on a non-AEW program. So that was a little weird, and this increased too, as there wasn't even a finish, which nowadays is not all Elite Wrestling's MO at all. Really, this was down to the fact that things were still settling in, but you know the deal. It was so early on, the internet was offended by it. I don't know. Get a real problem. Number one, All In's main event almost doesn't air. So AEW wasn't even a name we knew back in 2018, but today, most agree that the All In pay-per-view was where all the pieces came together. It proved the appetite was there for some legit competition. During the show, though, everything did hit a huge snag after Kazuchika Okada and Marty Skrull went 10 minutes over their allotted time. This was no good as there was a hard out, meaning we got to the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi versus Bandido, Ray Phoenix, and Rey Mysterio. They had to hit fast forward. If you have never seen this, you have to because it's crazy, as somehow they took everything they had to do and just condensed it. The result is a bunch of people zooming around so fast it will make you laugh. And I suppose had it gone the other way and we just had no main event, things would have been bad. Doesn't really send out the best message. This wasn't the case, however, and we did sort this. And look where we are now. You could argue the wrestling industry is booming more than it has done in years. I have decided that is a good thing. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 